Welcome to Lift 2.0. This is a relaunch of this podcast where we're going to be talking about faith and life. Sounds like fun, right? Each week this season, we're going to be asking questions about how we can really practically connect our lives and our faith together. This season, I'm going to interview different pastors, church members, Average Joe and Julie's to talk about how we can really live out life and faith. I want this time to be a time like you and I are sitting around having a cup of coffee, connecting with a friend. I also want to let you know that you should join our Facebook community, Faith and Life, for weekly prayers, connection questions, and some weeks even a 10-minute devotion. So I hope this time is a time where you can reflect, you can laugh, you can learn how to connect your faith and life in a practical, positive, and real way. So today we are going to be talking about faith and family. Yes, I told y'all this wasn't a parenting podcast anymore, but when it comes to faith and doing it with our family, sometimes um, I know we have a lot of questions on how to do it and how not to do it and am I doing it right? So I thought I'd bring in the expert of experts, Pride, who is our preschool director for how many years? I am starting my 20th year there you in go. October. Yes. Um, she has become also a dear friend to me. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me today. So introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Well, um, my name is Pride Mersbach. And, Best um, name ever. Thank you. And um, I have definitely had the pleasure of St. Andrew being my my community of peeps. Um, yeah. I've gotten to watch three generations of families um, live life here in the church community, and I am lucky enough within my own family. I have a, a daughter who is 28, and she's a speech pathologist in Richardson, and I have a son who just got married three yeah. days ago, Yeah, he did. and um, he is 24, and he works for a consulting company here in Dallas. And then my husband, Tom, you know, he's just the good old solid foundation, yeah. and we've been married for 33 years. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so as we talk, this whole podcast, I think we make faith just hard and difficult and inaccessible. Although I have to say, if for myself as a parent, now my husband married a school teacher, not a preacher, but I always thought that I would um, just be this kind of Mary Poppins parent and have this like copacetic, like everybody loves each other life. And then I had the children and realized, huh, this is harder than what I thought. <laughs> or what do I do now? Yeah. Like, or once you get it, then something changes and it doesn't work anymore. That's exactly right. So how do you incorporate faith into a family's life? You know, I, I think that one of the things that I just love, love, love about this job is I often have um, – you know, kids who've maybe grown up in a church or maybe not, you mm -hmm. know, and then go off to college and maybe seep away from their faith um, practices and then, you know, find the love of their lives and get married and have a child. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my gosh, how do we do this? Mm -hmm. I, I've been away from the church. I'm afraid I'm going to say something wrong. I'm going to teach my child yeah. incorrectly. And so um, I hear that a lot more, a lot from my dads, I oh. think, um, of being fearful because they want to be 
you know, Christ-centered in the in in their home, mm-hmm. you know, is kind of the mm-hmm. model. And I always just say, you can't go wrong as long as you are talking about your love of Christ and making it the center of your home, how you who you connect yourself with, mm-hmm. right? Right, who you, right, right, who right. Who you right. bring in as yeah. um, your outside, your people, um, and also um, – you you know you model it you talk about you talk about faith you talk about Christ and um even in the simplest things i i tell my moms and dads like all the time don't be afraid to just open the blinds in the morning with your child on your hip and say oh my goodness look look at the beautiful day god has made you know just mm-hmm. like little it doesn't have to be complicated yeah. we know? used to talk when the boys were younger the sunsets and just say, oh, look at the picture, look at the painting that God painted for us today. You know, like that was just something simple that we did, you right. know, to just incorporate God. Okay, so this whole thing's about practical. Mm. So what does this look like when you have young children? Right. You know what? I I believe that children teach us more than we teach them. There you go, girl. You know? Because their little minds are inquisitive. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to be seeking, you know, information. Yeah. Um, and it's the purest, um, really, form in questioning to try and, and understand, you know. So when they ask us a question and we don't know the answer, what do we do? It's okay to say, I don't know. Let's 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 find out that answer together, mm-hmm. you know. Um and also, I think if you're in um I always encourage my families to have a Bible at home, a beginner a beginner school Bible mm-hmm. or preschool age Bible. It's the greatest gift you can ever give your child. And by reading the Bible with them, that's where a lot of questions might begin to open and answer. And you'll be surprised if you have also been, you know, if you were raised in a church or maybe have been away from it a little bit, Mm -hmm. it comes back to you, you know, (laughs) but I don't think even, and it's okay too, um, you know, even Kim, you and I as Mm -hmm. educators and and you as a pastor, like there have been questions that families have come to us. Um, it's, it's okay to ask for guidance and, yeah. um, you know, seek outside counsel of like, how, what is a good way to answer that question mm-hmm. with my child mm-hmm. if they arise? Well, and since, I mean, you have grown adult children, I'm almost, almost, you're so close. Almost there. Um, but yours are like literally off your payroll, right? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, okay. I'm not sure now if cell phone bragging. bills ever go away, though. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. So what does this look like in, well, early childhood? It's it's reading the Bible. It's connecting to the stories. It's just talking and communicating about God in your life. As they get older, what is that, what can that look like? Right. Well, I think um, really in both facets, um, modeling Christ-like behavior for your children to see what that looks like and to talk about that is so very, very important. So I'm thinking about my home inside my doors of my house where I am sometimes the worst human, <laughs> right? Then I am on the outside right. of my house. And that's the first thing you said was like model it. And I was like, oh, probably do a better job modeling it for other people than I do my own children sometimes. But in that, 
is being real and honest and true. Right. And also not to be afraid if a mistake is made or maybe we're not having our best moment, um, <laughs> you know, to say, it's, you know, I am, I am a sinner. I, I am so lucky that Christ, you know, understands that I, I am a sinner and, and to ask for forgiveness yeah. when maybe you're not, you haven't had your best day. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of great resources out there, right? Yeah. That we 100%. should um, not be afraid to seek and, and bring into our home. I think, I think um, praise and worship music with, when my kids got older was, you know, yeah. a great way for us to connect. I still love and I love watching your son, uh-huh. um, you know, carry on and, and watching him in, in service of that connection for him and, and, and yeah. ministry is just really important. So yeah. it's kind of a, a, a cool and fun thing that, you know, you can have together. Yeah. Uh, Cody left for school recently and the Sunday before he left, he said, hey, you want to sit together and worship together? And that's not something I usually get to do with my family. And it was it was one of my favorite moments of the summer is just sitting and being with my kid, Yeah, you know, yeah. singing songs together and that yeah. kind of stuff. Judging Arthur's sermon together. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think faith is important for families? Oh, my goodness. Well, can I just don't I, I can't imagine uh, living a life without um, my faith in it. Um, I don't know how I would have been able to navigate um, so many of the ups and downs that come in raising a child, um, much less just like growing. I mean, I, you know, we're all still growing. It's, it's, it's a, a constant um, journey of, of educating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so faith to me, though, allows you so many different components. It allows you to show grace. Yeah. For others, um, it allows you to be grounded in your spirit, mm-hmm. um, to take time for meditation and to listen, to listen, because you know what? This life is really not for us to choose how to lead it. Yeah. You know, it's for us to live it for Christ. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have faith in your life, I, I don't know how you, you have direction. So I interviewed yeah. um, two of our student ministry interns, Lauren, yes. who was one of your preschoolers, yes. and Cody, my son. And I said, what would your life look like without faith? And they both immediately said, oh, I'd be messed up, mm. messed up. And again, I've grown up in a Christian household, so I don't really, I can't articulate a time where I didn't have faith, but I also can't imagine doing this life without it, mm-hmm. With both my relationship with God and then with that comes this community that surrounds you when you need it the most um, and keeps you back on the track, right? Like right. Puts you back where you need to be when you need to. So kids, though, as they develop and grow, how do they actually identify with God is in, in some ways for a child abstract. Right. It's not something they can hold and touch and see and look at. So how does a child have faith? Right. Well, as I, you know, talked about, I think modeling is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, down in our preschool community, our children are having an opportunity to listen to us as a staff as mm-hmm. they walk in the morning, 
pray over one another during, yeah. you know, our confetti time. They are having a chance um, in their classrooms to, you know, pray as they have snack time and they also have a chance if a friend is missing. You know, there's there's all of these different opportunities for us to model to them how we can invite Christ into our life. I often, if I um, have little ones in my in my office for maybe not making the best choice. Um, <laughs> Lauren said she lived a lot of her <laughs> life in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's all good. Look at look at how look great at her they now. All turn look out, at her now. You know? But I'll often say to my little friends, you know. Well, what did God give you your your hands to do, or uh, um, you know, and, and put it back in in kind of those terms? Uh-huh. And, and you know what, they're able very quickly to be able to figure out a great answer, <laughs> you know, for what it, for what it is, um, you know, how their body bodies were were made to honor Him and all that they do, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. in the simplistics of terms, right? Right. right. Well, that's I remember. When my kiddos were younger, to like incorporating prayer into simple, like if a a police car would go yes. by, right? We'd just say, "How about we say a prayer for where they're going and who they're going to meet?" You know, those kinds of things. And ambulances, we'd do the same thing. Um, and it was so interesting. I remember one time an ambulance came by, and I just wasn't, I guess, being my best self that day. And one of the boys was like, "Why aren't you praying?" well you know you could do it why don't you you know and but it became a more of a rhythm than I had like anticipated it to be like something that they needed and still to this day if I see an ambulance or a police I kind of did it as a outward way to recognize what we can do with prayer right it's become a rhythm of our life right still Yeah. yeah it's so important I think um you know when our, our children are, are little, teeny tiny, mm-hmm. we pray over them. Mm-hmm. But as they begin to grow and mature, we pray with them, you know, for, with them, them yeah. for them, through them. Mm. And then when we are a little bit older, uh, we get the opportunity then to, uh, like you say, to worship with them and then see the community that we've built around them. Mm-hmm. I was just sharing before I walked in with Kim at my son's wedding, the, like the thing that I will really truly walk away was seeing the 10 people each in the wedding party of these beautiful young men and women who I've gotten the chance to know, right. you know, all through growing up, worship over, pray over, lift up, you know, these two kids as they're, starting their life together and it's kind of was like for me the mirror of seeing this whole transgression of like from from two-year-old until you know 24 of of making kind of that whole journey yeah and their faith walk yeah you know through all these different little nuggets throughout the thing absolutely so how do you think faith really impacts a family how does it impact a family? Let me ask it in a different way. Can you tell a difference in a family that lives out their faith and a family that doesn't? Oh, absolutely. I believe so. Um, you know, I think that it allows um, good good discipline practices in a family. Um, I think that it puts uh, families into a good rhythm 
um, also of having the opportunity of having a safe zone of, of people mm-hmm. who have common interest, common bonds, common, you know, um, beliefs, really yeah. souls yeah. and beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Um, which when we got into those high school years oh. was so important. Yeah. Right. I'm still, still in them. In fact, I look down and I have 27 text messages <laughs> and it has nothing to do with work. It has all to do about football. It's fine. Everything's fine. But again, uh, th- these women though, that I work with, with the football team, they're all, they have the same center and the same core, you know, right. um, we were talking about how when the kids are younger, we pick their friends, right? right. We get to handpick who they hang out with. We take them to those houses that we want to. We don't take them to the houses we don't. And then that starts to shift, right, in middle school and high school. And, I mean, now, I mean, I have a senior in high school and a college sophomore. I, I ain't picking anybody's friends right. at this point. Right. But you've laid the foundation. Mm-hmm. And they know, you know, yeah. because they're also walking within their own faith journey. They know what they need to feed their souls right. in friendships right. and in community. You know, uh, somebody texted me something like, your son just did blah, blah, blah. And it was um, a pastor. And they said, your son just kissed me on the forehead. And I said, which one? Which normally, I wouldn't say which one, because my kids have very different personalities. And my oldest would have been the one that's kissing somebody on the forehead. But my youngest at church is just as outgoing and comfortable and real but I don't see him at school living out Mm. that same thing and I think it's I mean he's legit grown up in these walls right you know like I think he was six when we came here and he is the most comfortable here right you know and I just see it yeah my my kid, my kids learned to walk in those hallways downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Trace used to have on, we call them the squeaky shoes, so we could find them in the hallways. <laughs> um, you know, so, yeah, this is home. Yeah. 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 I love, um, at one point, um, you know, the app, the Life 360 app? Yes. There was a group of students that named St. Andrew home. Mm, and they would share so each cool. other's locations, and so they'd know when they were here. So, like, somebody would get an alert that they were here, and then these other kids would come and, oh, so-and-so's at home. And I used to get so – I'm like, what do you mean at home? Like, they're like, this is our home. Yeah, and sometimes I've gotten to, you know, see, and I'm sure you have too, of some, you know, friends within this community whose kids have veered away from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they, you know, because they have – other people who have faith mm-hmm. in their life mm-hmm. and pray over mm-hmm. those kiddos. I've also gotten to see a lot of them come, come back, back home. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and so that's cool. even if it's not here, it's that Absolutely. Faith, faith community that they have that core. Um, and it's what you get to do, right? You plant the seeds of faith. Yes. The hard part so about your job is you don't always get to see, but you kind of do. I mean, three generations in now, girl. Yeah, it's pretty amazing um, to get to see children really go all the way through and um, to see grandparents get mm-hmm. to, you know, witness and watch um, their own, their children having gone through and yeah. now their their grandchildren coming through. Yeah. Um, 
I say I have the best job in the world. I know. No uh, doubt. You do. You do. <laughs> so what are, like, if you could just give us top five practical ways to do faith in a home, mm-hmm. what would you say? Yeah. So I would say begin with prayer. Um, but what if, like, if you're not I comfortable. Don't, I don't know how to pray. Yeah. So I actually have a resource that I wanted to share okay. um, today with, with young families. It's called Family Faith Walks, and it's a book by Kelly, and the last name is spelled H-A-A-C-K. Okay. And it is, you know how, um, you know how when we were maybe doing, you get the little books about for dummies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what F- they were. Do called. you know what Kyle got me one? It was called Football for Dummies. I mean, I had to learn. It all the is rules. just like the most simplistic book to where. It has ideas for families of like how you can even what is an activity that you can do to implant bringing um, faith walks. Most of them are done outside. I like that. Um, of even conversations you can have with your child, you know, um, what the purpose, what your faith talk would be, what follow up, up activities you can be. So this is a, a really great resource. So you were asking me, though, for, for five Five things that I would make the center of my of my home. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, if you're comfortable, your child will lead you. Yeah. That's the cool thing, though, yep. about prayer. Um, and then, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about surrounding yourself in a, in a community of people who have the same same beliefs. And, mm-hmm. um, um, and then I also think that modeling um, godly behavior um, and having those expectations for your When you say godly kids. behavior, what does that mean? Mm. I think it is what we are so missing in today's society. It's just being kind, mm. being accepting, showing love towards others, a smile. <laughs> you know, it's the simple things in life. Right. Um, right. I also think that... Um, it's okay to exhale and <laughs> not get too caught up in if you're doing it right or wrong. Um, I love this, that they, they often will say that it's a journey. Your faith is a journey. It's not a destination. Oh, I love that. Um, so, and just remember, we have to remember that growing in our faith is an adventure. It's not a checklist. I so, yeah, I have to constantly take God out of my head and put God back in my heart. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah, faith does seem regimented and you need to do this to do this to Lauren equated it to an algebra equation. Mm-hmm. A plus B should equal C. <laughs> and that's not quite if how you're missing the parentheses yeah. or the X or the yeah. It's not always how it works. But I like that freedom of just do just do simple things with your, you know, talk about God incorporate prayer, go on walks, notice the ladybug, yeah. you know? It's not meant to be complicated. No. It's really the simplest thing there is. No. And when f- when kids ask you hard questions that you don't know the answer to, instead of shutting down, be excited to find the answer together. That's exactly right. I just think that's so fun. Okay, at the end of every podcast, I ask one question. Oh, goodness. If you have one, you only get one thing. Okay. You can tell families one thing about practical faith in their family. What one thing, if they just listen to this last bit, what would they know? 
Do I only get one word? Oh, you. <laughs> I should say yes to that. <laughs> now, uh, one statement. So, I think what I would share is that along the journey, there will be moments of discovery and joy and hard times and times of confusion. But if you keep Christ at the center of the core, he will guide and direct you. Dang, girl. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Good. I'll take that. As you were talking, though, I was thinking about just the different stages of families, right? Like babies are beautiful and horrific. Toddlers mm-hmm. are exhausting emotionally and physically. Then we get to like elementary and teenage and none of it's easy, but it sure is. But there's delight in there. Absolutely. And then, I mean, I'm you know, at the launching phase, but I'm also then, I still have my family of my parents that I'm walking through different journeys with too. And all of that, I'm so grateful that faith, simplistic faith is a part of it. Yes, I agree with you. I couldn't imagine doing this life without my faith Yeah, and without my friends like you mm-hmm. who can be there to support, encourage I love. I just love you, Kim. Ah. I get a. Te- I'll get a text from Kim just saying, "How can I pray for you this week?" Yeah, and um, that's just an extension of your faith. Yeah, that's being you know given. I mean, yeah, you, you had know, a big week last me, week. So you know, I appreciate that. Well, I just hope that as people are listening, especially if you're in one of those days where raising a family is just too much or. Bedtime was bad last night and you screamed or whatever. Take a breath. Just know that you can do this. Yeah, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So, well, thank you so much, Pride. I love getting to join you. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, I hope that you found something in this podcast interesting. Maybe you laughed a little. Maybe you cried a little. But what we really want is for you to be able to connect your life and your faith in real and practical ways. I also just want to let you know that we are here for you. This church at St. Andrew is a seven day a week church. If you have questions, if you want to connect, shoot me an email. Join our Facebook community, Faith and Life, where we have weekly prayers, questions, and some weeks even some live devotions. We really want your life and your faith to connect together. 